So we've been at our microphones for a couple of hours now. And finally, the umpires have called it. The outfield is too wet to play on on day two of Australia versus India at the Gabba. And we have had a shortened day today due to the rain. I'm Karthik Ayer. This is ESPN Cricket for Stump Mike. And with me is a regular cast of Deban Sen and Gaurav Sundararaman. Deban, uh, let's start with you. And an Indian fan, despite all the good that happened yesterday and today when it comes to the bowling, will leave with a slight sense of disappointment, yeah? Particularly with the, with Rohit Sharma and maybe in him as well, especially with the way that he got out? Yeah, it's a, it's a difficult one because uh, let's just put everything in perspective. Uh, you know, uh, test cricket is difficult uh, uh, cricket and uh, batting in itself is a very difficult discipline in this sport because you are essentially reacting to what the bowler is doing. And in this case, you are up against four of the best bowlers in the world of different varieties, uh, relentless, very, very accurate. So, in, in those regards, I think Rohit Sharma has actually had a very good series. He has had starts each time, but that's where the disappointment sets in, that he's not been able to convert anything as yet. And today, he was really looking in supreme form. Some of the shots that he had played, uh, that uh, little defensive push which he had played off just the previous over before he got dismissed, that I thought was perhaps the shot of this test match so far. And after that, to fall the way that he did against Nathan Lyon, but again, shades of second innings at uh, Sydney, where... He had the bowling almost at his mercy and he fell to a short ball while taking it on. So, he, he looks for scoring opportunities, which is a good thing about him. But I think slowly he'll begin to realize that uh, when he's opening, especially overseas, then he's got to be a little bit more selective with his shot selection. And I think overall, just to you know cap it off, I think it uh, synced with the theme of the day, which was all about missed chances. Because I thought Australia, to begin with, missed a chance to really you know uh, power ahead and get to that 400 mark. Then India missed a chance to skittle them out for something like 320, 325, which looked possible when the eighth wicket fell. And then finally, uh, Rohit Sharma missed this chance. And then because of the rain, I guess, both teams kind of missed a chance to move this game ahead. But uh, India were probably a little bit more grateful for that rain break. In the three innings that he's played in this series so far, Rohit Sharma, like you mentioned, Debayan, has had starts. He scored 26, 52 and 44 today. And, and he's looked to be honest, pretty good in each of those innings. Gaurav, before we came on air, Deban and I were discussing there. For some reason, after today, there seems to be a bit of an overreaction to Rohit's dismissal. Maybe it was the way he got out. India finished the day when it was called for stumps at 62 for two. But it really seems that that too is hurting a lot of Indian fans. Definitely, because the potential of Rohit Sharma has been so high. He's an enigma when it comes to test cricket. He's been given opportunities a lot of times. He's played in the middle order now. This is the first time he's opening. But to be uh, fair, that's that's why people get so frustrated. You know, I saw a tweet from someone, very interesting tweet, that the bowler who's dismissed Rohit Sharma the most is Rohit Sharma. So that was very fascinating. There's so many instances where he's uh, given up uh, a good position uh, where he could score a hundred, and same thing didn't happen, say, in the home series against South Africa when he scored a double and stuff. So I guess that urge to attack Lion, uh, that's his natural game, you know. So you are going to get this something like Rishabh Pan, but just that you would feel that Rohit is more technically sound and Rohit has a much better defense and Rohit has the game to just go on, bat on and on and on. And when it doesn't happen, people get frustrated. And the fact that is Rohit Sharma, it adds to... Uh, I would say the social media game with Rohit Sharma 
always is a is a very funny one and so yeah that i guess that that's the frustration but i think it was okay uh, uh, i think lion you need to give credit to lion also i think he expected that set up the field like that and bowled it a bit um i, I thought uh, he didn't time it as well as he should so yeah combination of uh, factors but i think yes uh, when rohit gets the opportunity he needs to take it and he's failed i think uh, there are interesting parallels here with you know certain cricketers of past generations also who have copped the similar kind of uh, criticism uh, not long ago vivas lakshman also used to make batting look ridiculously simple so every time he got out it would look like a soft dismissal going a little further back you have the likes of arvind de silva you have mohammad azruddin and uh, i'm sure you know, one of gorov's favorite definitely one of my favorites growing up mark wo because uh, he was always pitted against his twin brother steve wo people said that no steve wo has that uh, temperament and grit and everything and mark wo has all the talent in the world but he you know he looks like a million dollars and that's how he gets out but that's not the point i mean uh, if batting looks like it comes easy to you doesn't necessarily mean that batting is an easy uh, discipline it's the same thing with rohit sharma there is an elegance about him so when he gets out it always looks like you know what has he done he's just thrown his wicket away but it's never the case he's obviously always looking to bat with a plan in mind he's looking to target a specific bowler he's looking to target a specific area and sometimes you will have dismissals which do look uh, you know silly in the end but on another given day even in the second innings at sydney he could have cleared that man uh, which he was looking to take on with a hook and it would have gone for six Uh, even today if he'd probably gotten to the pitch of the ball uh, he might have uh, just uh, whisked this over for uh, a huge six over long on so these are the kind of moments which uh, batsmen do try to take in in the game of cricket and sometimes they don't come off uh, we have to accept that but yes uh, that being said the fact that he's been made vice captain also on this trip so the, the, the management is clearly aware that he is uh, somebody who needs to take up that responsibility but let's not you know sh- uh, shy away from the fact that he has made batting look easy in the three innings that he's had in the first innings he took three really good catches which were a big way towards uh, restricting australia from a potentially match winning score so uh, you have to keep everything in balance and it's also high time that some of the other batsmen uh, take up this uh, particular opportunity that's why tomorrow i think it's a big day for somebody like mayank agarwal it's a massive opportunity for him depending on when he comes in to make a statement in the middle order just one thing about rohit sharma's dismissal you know he hit a four and there's a long gone and a deep mid wicket so a lot of things in that over didn't seem right when he went for that shot it was not really required you know that it's just playing the situation uh, do you really need 10 runs in an over at that point in time as in yes it's not it's a strategy which they've used quite a lot stepping out and smashing line but was it really required at that point in time is a question which i think that's what fans are asking i'll tell you what i'm I'm a mark for for Rohit Sharma. I've been a fan. I've always been a fan of his. I think I think it comes down to the way he makes you feel when when he bats. He, he sometimes he looks in such good nick, like like he did for a lot of today, that the disappointment is is probably amplified when when he ends up getting out. But Deban, when when does this become an issue? I'm not prepared to say that it 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 is currently that Rohit is getting starts and he's quote unquote throwing it away. I hate that phrase by the way, but he in effect he is, but he's just coming back from a long injury layoff. He's been in quarantine. He's given India a much more solid opening base than India had in the first two test matches. So there are the positives far outweigh the negatives, but when will the team, the management 
feel that it's a problem if this trend continues for it well uh, you've got to look at the uh, larger picture the larger picture i guess is that they have now given him this confidence uh, that he will be the opener the choice of you know first opener in test match cricket whether at home or abroad and it's in these uh, overseas conditions that he'll really have to sort of cash in on these starts because he's clearly as as gaurav said he's got the technique he's got the defensive ability uh, he's also batting a lot closer to his body uh, the commentators the broadcast also made a mention of that how he's you know evolved over the last 4 or 5 years as a test batsman so he's got everything going for him uh, what he needs is one big score i think that's uh, who knows maybe one one could get to see that in the second innings of this match but uh, essentially when you're uh, touring overseas when you're playing in difficult conditions varied conditions then you need somebody in the top 3 to really buckle down and get a big score uh, a classic case in point uh, just uh, you know across a few a few uh, thousand kilometers away what joe root is doing at the top of the order coming in and just settling down and making sure that you know somebody bats through the innings so that's the kind of innings that you need in a situation like this um and nothing like it if it comes from one of your openers uh, india haven't had a great track record of opening uh, when overseas uh, i think in the last match itself gaurav made that mention of the fact that uh, it was just the first time perhaps in uh, maybe a long long time maybe the second time in this whole century that uh, there have been two 50 plus stands in in an overseas test match so that just tells you the the magnitude of the problem and that's where the openers have to realize that uh, once they get in then they need to uh, make the most of it It was good. You reminded me of Joe Root because I just switched the channel from Australia India highlights to the Test match, the live Test match that's taking place on the TV that's right in front of me. Listen, if you don't know, Joe Root has scored a double century in goal, a tremendous double century at 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 that. Uh, Got a one one final question, or uh, probably your your final thoughts on on Rohit Sharma. His return to the Test side, I think we can say, has been a success. irrespective of what happens in the final innings that he'll bat in in Brisbane yeah yeah definitely see he seems to be the best among the openers do you want someone getting out uh, within the first 3 4 overs with technical flaws or you want rohit sharma there i think it's clear that rohit sharma is the one and yes uh, let's i was just discussing with someone offline about the fact that yes he's going to get four more home tests which i'm pretty sure he will succeed and then uh, we have the ipl and then he comes to england right so that is going to be his two test again five more tests in england that's a proper sample maybe the uh, test championship final as well so that's six test matches for rohit to finally for all of us to come to a conclusion of whether he is test match material or not so at least a test match opener or not and and that's something uh, i think let's just wait but as of now he's uh, he seems to be the best among the lot oh absolutely and and as a lot of people on 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 social media have put it i can't attribute it to one person because i really don't know where it originated but rohit sharma is the one batsman who can make you go wow to why in in a second so yeah we, Didn't we, we the same thing about rishabh pant as well mm, <laughs> we did yeah i mean it, it seems that one of you all mentioned it right it seems like they're extremely similar characters did you remember yesterday and, and i think they're extremely good friends as well when uh, <laughs> devan you remember when pant was appealing literally begging rahane to take a review and, and rohit is just standing there like a like he's on a typical azad maidan in mumbai and just laughing in rishabh pant's face Yeah, and and you need that kind of uh, camaraderie in a team. Obviously, you need uh, you know people to have a a good relationship, a good friendly relationship. Uh, Rishabh Pant obviously is a very talkative guy, and I I saw one more post which uh, 
had him basically making a very strange sound as the uh, batsmen were crossing for a single and the uh, i think the tweet uh, caption basically said that full marks to somebody who can reproduce in text what he exactly said so rishabh pant is a bit of a you know mad guy anyway he's he's just uh, full of beans and quite a exuberant character and you need those senior players around him to also sort of tone him down have a joke with him um, make sure that you absorb some of that uh, you know en- energy that he brings to the crease so that he can do his job effectively i think uh, to give pant credit he's kept a little better than he did in the last test match and uh, most things most things have been better from his perspective maybe also the confidence of that 97 going by both both of you all have said 2021 looks like uh, the final frontier for uh, rohit sharma in 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 test cricket and i th- i think i think we'll know whether rohit sharma has made it or not as a test player god of the only he one he might even is... finish his career by we we still waiting for that final frontier you know that's how long <laughs> rohit sharma has been uh, in this in this similar position yeah yeah touted with with great potential but but there is there is one worry though because he was i don't know was it cramped so with his hamstring because he was limping during the course of his innings and when he got out but any updates will be available on the website now let's move on to what else happened on day 2 at at the gaba australia of course resumed with tim payne and cameron green at the crease they finished at 369 uh, they were bowled out for Deban, I've heard a lot of people suggest that it's it it's was pretty decent by the Indian bowling attack, particularly one that is so in, inexperienced. We've we've covered it in in detail to restrict Australia to three sixty nine. But here's where I'm coming from. This is the highest score so far we have seen in this series. Australia wouldn't feel too, too disappointed. I know they didn't touch the four hundred mark, but no team has even reached this score. It it seems like a pretty daunting task for India. considering they're too down to come close to australia's first innings score yeah not at all i mean in a low uh, low scoring series 369 is a pretty decent mark uh, they have had contributions right through the batting order and uh, their tail once again wagged we speculated yesterday about how effective the indian uh, bowlers would be this uh, very inexperienced indian attack and that's where the difference i think showed through because uh, when the eighth wicket fell when shardul thakur bowled one which was pitched up to pat cummins I expected what Ajinkya Rahane might do is turn soon to Natarajan, but but it's also a difficult choice for a captain because you've had one seamer who has sort of uh, started the bowling at the start of the day. You've just made a change; the change has worked. The other uh, seamer has picked up two wickets. The spinner is also giving nothing away. Um, then you're caught up in two minds about what what changes to make, and that is the beauty of Test match cricket. Uh, that said, though. Um, full credit to the australian lower order batsmen because of the way that they counter attacked that forced the indians to suddenly switch their line to much shorter and that's where uh, inexperience again comes through because uh, if you think about it the it was the fuller lines which had fetched them those three wickets which had made that you know possible to suddenly restrict australia to a much much more manageable total but then suddenly they they lost that composure i think they showed a graphic during that uh, stark and lyon partnership that there were about 67% short balls bowled to that partnership as opposed to just something like 20 or 15% before that so that's a difference between say you know one in five balls being bowled short uh, as against four in six so in an over if if you're a lower order batsman and if you know that four balls will be short then then your options also become better because you know that survival isn't that difficult especially considering that none of the indian bowlers in this lineup uh, really you know touch 140 or beyond like navdeep saini does who unfortunately has had to pull out so with with all of those things it just became a little bit easier for the likes of lyon and stark and even hazelwood to come in and add a few useful runs 
but i think overall uh, yes australia will be happy with the score uh, but it's still a pretty decent batting track i think rohit sharma was perhaps the only one who really made it look as easy as it is uh, cheteshwar pujara and ajinkya rahane taking their time to settle in as they usually do but uh, again uh, another twist in the tale that rain break which has chipped away at the time that australia will have uh, because let's remember that they are the ones who have to chase this game they are the ones needing to win this match to you know uh, regain the border gavaskar trophy so yeah it's it's still a it's still a very very interesting mental game and lots will depend again on you know how the weather holds up over the next 3 days because with each interruption it will sort of uh, force tim pain to rethink about the strategy about what he needs to do and perhaps uh, much to india's glee they might end up over attacking at some stage and that might open up some opportunities for the indians um, the way india were bowling to the tail and australia let's be honest doesn't really have much of of a tail it's it's basically probably batsmen's 10 and 11 if that it reminded me of what gorov of what you said yesterday that india were using india in particular when bumrah was there were using short ball at at the tail enders for me it's not necessarily about bringing on natrajan and his yorkers he's of course known for his yorkers after what he did in the ipl but that is a tactic that any of your bowlers should be able to employ right good point kartik i think yeah but you know it's but you don't see that happening in any format right every bowler has to bowl a yorker every bowler has to bowl a short ball it's just that some people are better at executing it and some people are not maybe if shardul takus yorker can be become a full toss which is easy for guys like hazelwood line and stark and similarly with the short ball the pace at which you bowl also matters a lot so a 140 plus short ball is far more superior than a 130 plus short ball so then these guys are tall so it's it's not it's not that straightforward having said that i think uh, rahane mr trick there i feel that he should have gone to natarjan immediately and given him couple of overs to just bowl the yorker we've seen him do that and it comes naturally to him rather than uh, trying the others so uh, yeah i guess this is a story of indian um, uh, team overseas since the last 2 3 years a lot of runs given to the tail almost uh, they were around 313 for 8 and they ended up hitting 369 so let's see if that comes back to bite them yeah sony sports network the broadcasters who are showing the game here in india they have glen magra as one of the experts in in the studio and uh, he was there and they were showing highlights of his i think his 100 plus run stand with uh, <laughs> yeah. jason gillespie yeah and that's his only half century as well and that that got me thinking we keep saying about the tail and australia gorov devan do, do you guys remember does has australia ever had probably apart from magra any pure tail enders a magill maybe but someone who really can't hold a bat in his head i can't really think of many yeah they uh, they typically do end up adding a lot of uh, runs in the later order and i think it's it's a problem which india have had to be fair i mean gorov is obviously uh, citing the sample size of the last 2 3 years when you know virat kohli has been captain and india have had an improved record overseas but i think it's been a it's been an age old uh, problem i mean since the time that i have followed indian cricket there have been um, two you know issues which effectively mean that india start with a handicap one their own lower order batsmen rarely add enough runs and two uh, you know they rarely are able to run through an opposition after having them on the mat countless times when uh, india have traveled abroad they have had the opposition say 50 for 5 or 60 for 6 or something maybe even worse i think uh, famously the karachi test match where i think pakistan were 26 for 6 and went on to win the test match so 
you i mean i there are lots of uh, keywords which have always hung around you know lack of killer instinct and this that and whatever not enough aggression i i don't know what theory to put it down to but uh, maybe it's just uh, maybe it's just the uh, inability of certain bowlers to be able to adapt and like we saw with the youngish bowling attack today just getting carried away bowling too many short balls when you know just pitching it up would have uh, given the right reward and just to add to what gaurav was saying just a couple of overs of natarajan would have worked because uh, for one thing it would have been difficult to get away if he had just nailed say you know three or four yorkers in an over i don't see mitchell stark or nathan lyon having the ability uh, to begin with to attack that and secondarily maybe even to defend so uh, india would have been looking at australia getting bowled out for 325 exactly the way that we had predicted at the uh, end of uh, the last podcast so that's an opportunity missed and yes i mean it it could come back to haunt them especially if they don't put up enough runs in this first inning i think gorov the importance of your tail getting you runs or inversely you getting the opposition's tail enders out should not should not be underestimated which i think it is by by certain teams i mean case in point over at the gold test you have stuart broad who is no mug with the bat at all coming in at number 11 for england yeah i think the bowlers need to practice uh, uh, and spend more time practicing their batting because that's very important uh, you know like uh, devan said it it's the fact is that sometimes you know when you're the bowling team you know that if you get six wickets uh, you it's kind of enough and then you know that the next four wickets could fall uh, within the next 25 30 runs so effectively it becomes a um, so how i look at it is uh, just take uh, they have a 150 run stand okay just take if a team has a 150 run stand and then you you would still think that the team should go about getting 500 uh, 550 in a typical innings but then that doesn't happen with india they've had a couple of really big stands but still the total the highest total is what three whatever they scored in melbourne first innings uh, 300 odd so that is the problem you know you you're literally playing with six wickets and that is something Uh, which they need to really work on and it's been a perennial problem like the bancher i i remember the uh, 99 chepok test where it was before seven, sachin it was 17 runs after sachin it was 17 runs so that's how i remember that so to be fair though india did score 334 in the previous test when we drew it india drew it at at the scg yeah but the tail didn't bat <laughs> the tail didn't bat there yeah. it was the vihari and ashwin show All right, so let's look ahead to tomorrow. India are at sixty-two for two with their two most experienced batsmen, the only batsmen who have the only players, in fact, from India who have played all four Test matches: Ajinkya Rahane and Cheteshwar Pujara at the crease. Listener, it's going to be an early start, half an hour early, because we had a stoppage. We didn't have any play, in fact, in the final session today. Devan, what do you expect from moving day in the Gabba Test? so i think uh, australia will definitely work themselves into a position of strength in this test match but uh, a lot will depend also on the weather i think tomorrow is meant to be a clear day so uh, let's assume that we'll get a full 98 overs or something in um my prediction actually is for mayank agarwal to have a good good day because this is an uh, it's a heaven sent opportunity for him he wouldn't have been playing this test match but for the injuries the spate of injuries uh he had a pretty decent outing in the field actually made made a few good stops went for a diving catch today but couldn't pull it off almost you know pulled off a real spectacular uh, one and uh, it will be a different situation for him irrespective of when he comes in even if he comes in when the second new ball is in operation it will be different because there will be some runs on the board so unlike any of uh, the previous two knocks or previous four knocks that he's had in this series um and i think uh, there'll be a slightly different energy about him because 
uh, he's typically fallen to Mitchell Stark right at the early stages of this uh, test match, uh, the series. Just the first innings in Adelaide where he got his eye in and made a few runs, I think 17 or something that he got. So it's very important for him to have a good dig, uh, get his eye in, try and convert something and maybe uh, take a leaf out of exactly what Rohit Sharma has done, but in reverse. I mean, in this situation, he has to kind of get his eye in, fight the conditions to begin with. And then once he gets in, this is still, I maintain, a pretty decent batting track. So a lot will depend on where he goes. And of course, uh, Pujara and Rahane, if the two of them get India off to a solid start, then they can hope to actually inch away closer to that. Uh, from Australia's perspective, I think a minimum lead that they'll be eyeing is about 100. If they can get up to 100 and if they can uh, make sure that they get India all out tomorrow, then it puts them in a pretty decent uh, position to push on on day four. So, uh, yeah, very significant moving day, actually. I mean, pretty much the whole series hinges on this because I can't see India really coming back and picking 10 wickets again. So, from their perspective, they need to bat in as deep as possible and uh, take this game away from Australia and force some errors out of them in the remaining time. I think Nathan Lyon's going to be very crucial. 100 test, he got a wicket uh, uh, of Rohit Sharma. And, uh... Before you say that, I want to give you props. You called it. You said Lyon will be will be uh, good in his in his 100 test match. And he's taken arguably the most important wicket for Australia today. Yeah, the bounce uh, is uh, generally helpful for his kind of bowling. So, we need to wait. One wicket is uh, still just one. He needs to get more. And I think tomorrow is the day when he needs to show what he's capable of. So, if Lyon gets going, I, I, I did see... Some, uh, I don't know whether it was only me, but yes, Pat Cummins did get a wicket, but I didn't see that kind of, I felt that he was a bit tired. I don't know. It, I, it may be my, my reading. Um, he's usually very economical. He did give uh, a slightly more runs than usual. That's the kind of benchmark he set. So uh, I think Lyon's going to be the key. And if Lyon gets a couple of wickets early on, or if he can do some damage, then um, I think Australia will get that lead. Otherwise, uh, who knows, the way the series is going, defying all, all logic, maybe it may be like 3.30 for 6 or something, India might be at the end of the day. So, anything can happen, but my uh, prediction is Lion should be able to cause some damage. Hmm, listener, don't forget, get up early, watch the match and join us at Stumps for Stump Mike. Gaurav and Deba, and thank you so much for joining us. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you.